Hello and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast. I am your host, Brendan Fry, Editor-in-Chief at CG Magazine, and I am joined by a lot of people this week. No Jordan, sadly. He is doing something. But we do have Chris. Hello. We have Dana. Hey. And we have, returning for after a long hiatus, Brian Calhoun. How long has it been? At least a talking... year. At least. I, I, maybe two. I, I remember talking to Phil about a snowman movie. Oh, God, that's at least three years. My favorite part about this so far is that Brian's last name is the only one Brendan can say. (laughs) I'd put money on him not even knowing my last name. (laughs) But, Brian, you get two names. You fancy. Well, I have tenure. I I feel like I have uh, seniority, and I'm going to use that against all of you. Hey, man. Hey, man. If I haven't seen you in the entire time I work here, you're restarting. You're brand new. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's like that, is it? Well, I feel let nice. me tell you, youngins. <laughs> anyway, I, so let's let's get before, started. Before we move on, I have a very serious question. I just want okay. I just, we we need to get this out of the way because I have been away for a long time, and okay, and it's my fault. I do come and go, it, so like uh, there are drastic changes from the time I leave to the time I come back. So that's fair. You know, haven't seen Phil for a while. The, the faces have changed, names have changed, stuff like that. You guys have probably moved buildings again. Um, yes, we have. See, that was a guess. So, so here's my super important question: Is Jordan still a furry? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I think it's more of a brony. He's a brony. Yeah, there, there's some My Little Pony stuff happening there. I, see, we can move on. Life has changed. The only constant is change and all that. But sometimes it's good just to have a solid foundation, a touch point that you can always come back to. That's fair. I feel the closeness and type and connection I feel with all of you right now from that, uh, the fact that Jordan still loves My Little Pony. Okay. So yeah. we got weird like in the first 30 seconds. That was that was the plan? That's pretty that much was, a record, okay. I think. Just wanted, just yeah. like the, just like 30 the, seconds? I, can, yeah. I used to be able to do this in 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get started talking about the walkout that happened at Activision Blizzard that happened this last Wednesday. Um, from anyone here that does not know, there was a lot of allegations, and including a lawsuit, that was filed against Activision Blizzard. The employees are not happy. Uh, the That's management... an understatement. Yeah. The employees just... are... They're frowning a little bit. They're a little, okay. little unple- non-plus. Uh, but... Um, they did uh, after the management and body Kotick failed to really address things properly. Um, they decided to do a walkout as a, on Wednesday, just to show how unimpressed they are or how disgruntled they are at the situation that is going on in that studio. Um, discuss. <laughs> Go. I mean, and you're yeah, off. You got to do their thing. <laughs> They've got to stand up for what's right, and we'll see what the company does, if anything. Yeah. Rather than their half-assed excuses for apologies. No bueno. We know how I feel. We've been here before, folks. I know. Just the bad feminist is angry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She ain't happy. The Bobby Kotick's response is the only thing that's really new. That and. Is that the uh, one with the video? No, uh, that's one. it's more of the one he wrote that's just like, yeah, I feel you. I, I would have never let this happen if I knew I had a law firm that's yeah. kind of known for 
Coverage? Called union busting. But yeah, they're going to help you out. It's going to be great. Who was Sam? I'm awful with names. That's why I should never. He's the guy that runs Activision Blizzard. Like nope. the full on. I'm asking a different question, though. Okay. Who's the guy that was apologizing for the video? Do you know what video I'm talking about? Was that the the comic or the BlizzCon one? But the yeah, that secret catalog. He let out an I, apology this week. He's like, I yeah, think that, that was that one of the creative great. directors. Yeah. He's like, that wasn't great. I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that that, that <laughs> aged real bad. That, uh... Really? I mean, to be fair, it was bad then. Even in 2010, oh. that would have yeah, like you could see the woman was not happy with what they were saying. It wasn't like she was like, "Yeah, boys will be boys." She was now more to like, be clear, when I do my transmog and wow, it is the least clothing possible. But however, I would like the option to wear a damn shirt. Okay, that's all. That's but all also, like, just <laughs> give variety, and it's more. It's just the way they kind of shrugged off that. Nah, everyone in wow is gonna be sexy, or yeah. we'll choose a different catalog. Anyway, yeah, his so apology sucked that. and was totally forced. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. Any I other... only fear that there will not be enough momentum brought by this, and yeah, um, it's it's a horrible situation. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I've read the clips. I heard the things. Uh, disrespecting coworkers is an understatement to describe mm. yeah. the situation. Um, but. That said, uh, this was happening when when I first got into uh, sort of helping out CG, uh, yeah. and that was a long time ago. And here we are again. That was a while, that was a while ago. And there was was it Blizzard that the uh, things happened at that point? Probably. See, the problem is you could probably I, I could answer that question with probably because at one point or another, it has been all of them. You know, yeah. there's there's a story about uh, the the high level um, uh, managers of Ubisoft making um, you know uh, horrible comments during a uh, a pitch meeting when uh, a female uh, a designer of some kind I, I forget her name was uh, pitching a video game and and she leaves the room and and all of a sudden the conversation becomes about that person yeah. uh, the female uh, game designer. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't the, the topics that were discussed in that meeting, according to all the reports, at least, uh, were not, you know, how good of a job she was doing making video games. Mm -hmm. it, it was far darker than they that. They rarely so. are. Um, that's, that's a problem, though, because gaming in general, like the gaming industry, it's mm. sorry to you, gentlemen, but it's a boys club. And anywhere you find a boys club, you're going to find those those bad boys. You're not all that way. Not at all, but once you put that many in one spot, something's bound to go wrong. One girl versus 15 men is never, ever going to be good. You <laughs> will have your good guys, but there's never all good guys. And it's it's rough being in an industry like this as a woman. Yeah, like I, I, I've seen this kind of interaction, mm. you know, in, in previous workplaces, you know, not not professional workplaces, like a kind of like a retail environment where yeah. it was very much a boys club. And then when when a female employee does come into the mix in a different department, I saw the shift in the conversation and had to be the one to kind of step in and go like, you're way out of line here. Just stop talking. Yeah. I've I don't seen know people get disciplined for these kinds of things and not get it at all. Like, yeah. um, but it's really extra disheartening to see it in a professional kind of setting like this. Mm -hmm. um, it just somehow elevates how creepy and, and wrong it all is. That... It just shows that it's not, it's not just the little guys. Yeah. It goes it's all everywhere. the way up, right? 
And I mean, you like even, to think that one day you'll be somewhere bigger and better where this crap doesn't happen, but it turns out it just gets bigger. Yeah. And I was I was looking at um, just the, the Kotaku article that I will give credit to. That they did some good reporting in it uh, about like the Cosby suite that uh, yeah. Asharabi, I want to say his name is, um, had at uh, BlizzCons and just like going through that the pictures they have and just the internet and Reddit have kind of said, this person works here, this person works here. And some of them are working at ZeniMax now. Some of them are working at Bonfire Games. Like that crew that you saw in that picture are still high up in all these major companies. And that's who a lot of these like new people that like, there are women, there are men, there are LGBT, there are a lot of different people wanting to get into games and that's the people that are in charge still and it is disheartening to see that they are still holding positions of power even after all this stuff is going on my biggest fear with all this right now is that it's going to become i don't know the right way to say this but it's it's going to become like a trend to jump on board here and and fight the good fight which i mean great everybody fight but I'm worried that this company is somehow going to get off on some technicality. Like one person jumped in there and said, yeah, yeah, I was, I was harassed too. And they're lying just to be a part of the, the crew or right. something. And then they're going to find out and throw the whole thing away. Like that's what scares me at this point is that they're just going to get away with it by some small insignificant thing. I mean, at this point it's no longer just uh, like, the the um, courtroom of public the public courtroom really it is now straight up there's a lawsuits going on this is not just going to go get sweeped under the rug there is some major situations here that even if uh, activision blizzard get off from this there will be repercussions because it is so widespread and so major but we will have to wait and see it, this it was but I don't know how to say this without sounding like a jerk, and I don't. I don't mean this as a jerk. This, I, okay. I'm. I'm trying to approach this analytically. Okay. Um, there was a point in which careers were ended, uh, not in not in video games, but in right. the entertainment business, uh, business, just by association, negative association, being on the other side of the Me Too movement. Right. Yeah. And now, when was the last time anyone mentioned the Me Too movement at all? Um, I mean, it, it's, the right-wing not... media have kind of tainted it completely. As they do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as they do. But I guess the point I'm trying to get to is, and this is, you know, a, a continuation of what I was, I was saying when I first brought up mm -hmm. this point. It's just not just in video games, but in, in our society in general. There just isn't a good mechanism to um, uh, teach proper behavior right. uh, we teach math we teach history to a point we we rarely teach history anymore um social studies is kind of out the window uh, nobody ever just pulled someone aside uh and and just and and taught them like uh you know proper ways of interacting with people we as a society are expected to pick that up uh on our own and you know what what are our uh, uh, you know our, our points of reference for uh, a lot of men um, growing up in the internet era? Um, right. the, the strange thing about you know uh, 
trying to learn how to have relationships, uh, you know, of, of a romantic kind with the opposite sex, uh, for a lot of them came down to, uh, unfortunately, pornography, which mm. is not a teacher, but that was the one thing that was willing to do the teaching. Uh, an extreme example, but um, the, for some reason, the one that came to mind. Uh, that is a very extreme example, Brian, but I understand what you're going for. But extreme, yes, but my point is clear. Um, but you can take a look at that one, uh, you know, example, and, and you can expand into all sorts of aspects. Uh, there's uh, just a lack of a fundamental training of being a really good human being, I feel, in our society. It just goes outside of video games, and that makes mm. it sound really, really dark. It's but... almost like we all need etiquette training like they used to do to women. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Everybody, though, let's just put us all in there because none of us know how to be humans anymore. To be fair, I want to. I want to learn to walk with books life. in my head. Just it's a saying. disaster. Like the small fork goes on the left hand side of the plate. Right. Just need a My Fair Lady, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel the society could be better from it. But let's moving on. Weird enough um, for you. Was that weird enough for you? That was pretty weird, but I, I feel that was. Fair point. Um, I'm trying to decide where to jump to next. We're gonna we're gonna jump to um, Scarlett Johansson because <laughs> I'm not going in order because I'm a rebel. We're gonna Scar go to Scar Scarjo. <laughs> you tell the story. I don't know the whole deal. I just know that I think it's magical. Well, I have Disney Plus, but I can't watch that movie. That somehow seems wrong. Well, well you have to pay extra for that movie. Everyone but knows I already that. pay for Disney Plus. No, no, you still you pay extra. You have to pay for extra Disney Plus. No one, no one taught Disney etiquette. <laughs> now they must carry that's, a book on their heads. That's true. So basically, the 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 gist of it is, Scarlett Johansson's um, contract was basically the concept was that if the movie is shown, it should be shown exclusively for theaters first, then on streaming platforms. Uh, but Disney's like, nah, son. We're gonna stream it on streaming platforms first, and and then maybe it'll be some movie theaters. Who knows? It's it's gonna be weird. Um, I guess I gave it a dual release. What was on some theaters, but it also streamed depending on the country and you were in. Anyways, uh, there's a lawsuit about that because they breached contract. And well, I she... think the main problem is she was. I could be wrong, but is that she was supposed to gain a certain amount of money specifically from the theatrical releases that is correct but mm -hmm. streaming it means that they're giving people options not to go to the theater so she doesn't get that money right yeah she would get bonuses based on box office revenue at mm -hmm. theaters and if there's no theater there's no box office i mean there yeah. were still theaters but it's giving the option to not just have theater so she doesn't did you get go to the, the theater lord no did you watch it no you didn't actually my whole family did though. yeah i didn't watch it yeah, we did, and guess what? I'm not going to the theater either. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you said theaters are still kind of a scary place in in the modern world, they until... always have been. I guess that's true. <laughs> There's always one smelly guy. Anyway, oh, that is very true. <laughs> I miss yeah, theaters, but true. yeah, I mean, yeah. it's she, she missed out on, on up to fifty million dollars in, in in royalties because of of the change of of the deal. But I mean. I'm going to throw it out there. The move. I yes, I think that if that was in her contract and Disney didn't compensate for that, 
that is on Disney, but also it wasn't a great movie, so I don't think she would have made that money. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Like, we're going to go back to the whole gender blah 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 nonsense. Sure. Like, I, I I'm guilty of it too. A uh, new Iron Man movie, new uh new Avengers movie, I'm lined mm-hmm. up to see it. I wasn't excited for this movie. And I, I can't tell you why. Maybe I'm a bad woman. I don't know. I, I, I don't think you're... It's more the fact that every other one of the Marvel heroes had a movie first. So you, got, you kind of learn to learn, you learn to know them from their movie, and then they got brought into the universe. This movie, you've already seen her. You know what her outcome is. You know what's going to happen to her. So I never it, really registered. Don't spoil it for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I won't. Uh, but no matter what happens in this movie, you know what the stakes are. You know what the end game is. For me, Literally. I just never connected with her as a character. She just seems like... She was never written well. Yeah, she just seems moody and angry, and I don't need to watch two and a half hours of that. Now, I did, because yeah. I can't not see it. But it just it wasn't the same excitement as the other movies. And people will argue it's because we're all sexist, or hmm. or not, but... To me, I just I just don't like her. Yeah, like I I kind of I have a baseline excitement for all the Marvel movies in the, yeah. in the MCU. Like I I was excited for this one just because Marvel was yeah. as excited as you know, say Captain Marvel or the Spider Man movies right, or right. whatever. But yeah. and in the end, ultimately, this was a pretty good movie. But it was also really late. Like it like this yeah. would have been a great lead into Infinity War. Like the way it was set up, it would have been oh, a great way to build hype. But you know, it, it it came a little too late. It's this is a really complicated issue, right? Because on one hand, I want this movie to do well. I wanted it to do well in the theaters because yeah. it's the, one of the female led movies. And I want to kind yeah. of you know prove that point. But like, yeah, at the same time, at the same time, it's late, and at the same time, there's a pandemic going on that the contract didn't account for. Yeah, but all, they should but have adjusted, and yeah, there's a lot of tone deaf stuff going on. But also, I'm going to throw it out there: um, out of the characters, there are two characters that I do not care about movies of. One was Black Widow. And if they do a Hawkeye movie, I also don't care. Oh, because... I do care, but that's because I have a huge thing for Jeremy Renner. Sure. But, like, awful, but, he do but also, like, his skill is he shoots arrows well. Cool, I guess. He was her by far is, the least interesting. Yeah, and hers is she kind of knows aerobics and can look See, but... good in leather and well, is good with guns. Okay, now you just made this a sexist thing. That is not the case, sir. That is how they're <laughs> marketing it. If you watch now, the marketing, that is what they're selling it as. Turn around, you are going to go and watch this movie. Because if you watch the first, I don't know, 10 minutes, Chris, you've seen it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not going to give any spoilers. But as a parent specifically, the first 10, 15 minutes of this movie ruined me as a human being. So, mm. no, she is more than just a girl who wears tight clothes and can shoot guns good. To be fair, I've read <laughs> the comics. I know her backstory. I know she was in, like, weird Soviet breeding camps. I'm aware of these facts. So you're just a jerk. <clears throat> no, I'm kidding. But even knowing that, she doesn't have powers. So as the superheroes in the Marvel Universe, she is least, less so exciting than um, uh, a, a Deadpool or Captain America or Wolverine or what about a... Iron Man? He's, he's just smart. But he has a really cool... He's played by Robert Downey Jr. Um, <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, that, I'm going to throw that out there. Can be played uh, by no one else, just so we're clear. And he has a suit that basically can get shot by giant missiles, and he's fine. So I'm going to throw that out there. The suit kind of acts as a superpower. I suppose. I mean, out of his suit, he's just a rich guy that likes drinking alcohol too much. 
Uh, Same. His, his superpower is a, is a liver and charisma, basically. Yeah. Boy, uh, also but, a rich guy who loves drinking alcohol. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. The answer is... If they had started the Marvel Universe with Iron Man, then Black Widow, then had the Captain America movie, it, we would be telling a different story now because it would have set those characters up as part of a greater thing. They've already set up the greater thing, and they're like, oh yeah, this woman exists too, and she's kind of cool. And no matter what they did, it's still less exciting than that massive movie that just came out like a year or two years ago. You know what I would watch, though? Like, you what? were talking about nobody cares about Hawkeye and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, after the whole snap situation there yeah, yeah. i would watch where what happens to him after that because like you see little bits and pieces of you know like, what i want to watch he has lost his dang mind what i want to watch where he d- decides to get the really bad haircut and that that process involved with getting that haircut have you never had like your heart broken that's what happens you come out so with he, a really bad haircut so he's like <laughs> you i need really to get a bad full and you cut your hair real bad <laughs> that's what happens and become a ninja yes well, I just went outside hurt to match the inside hurt. I feel like that would be an emotional roller coaster, and I I would actually find that kind of interesting. Okay. I don't like going backwards. Yeah, that's the I answer. I want to progress. I don't want to go see what happened a while ago. I, I don't love that. prequels. Like, prequels, you already know the outcome, so no matter what they do in that movie, the stakes are removed. And I think yeah. movies need stakes to make it care. We know yeah. what's going to happen to her. We don't know what's going to happen to her family, but we know what's going to happen to her. So no matter what they do in that movie, it will yeah. never feel impactful because we already know what happens after this. I but, like none of this has to do with her like suing anybody. I mean, the answer is, like, this sure, is how I, want, I want to feel bad for her and I want to say I support her lawsuit. But also it's tone deaf for the fact that they really they released the movie at all. They could have waited even further because Disney's like, well, we're not going to get any money from this and waited like an extra year or so. I mean, if we want to be mad, we can just be mad at, like, Marvel or whoever for not making this movie sooner. They yeah. didn't care about her a long time ago. They should have. That's, that's fair. But, Quit. like, this movie was going to come out last year. And then they're like, nah, we're going to push it because, you know, pandemic. And they just kept pushing it. And the answer is, I feel bad. I feel that. She... But also, we're talking she might have made extra millions of dollars. And I'm like. I'd That's probably cool. be pretty mad about that too, but it's also a might have. Yeah, but like you all, this, this is all just bonus money. Yeah, yeah, it's like a drop in the ocean at this I point. I do for love her. bonus money. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Listen, if you guys want to w- watch a Russian wear tight clothes and shoot a gun like a total badass, what you really should be watching right now are the Olympic Games because man, that uh, Russian sharpshooter that got the gold medal shooting one-handed There's like guns a badass in the Olympics. Yeah. Oh what? yeah, yeah. Sharpshooting's all over the place. I missed like, so much. There's like four I mean, or five gun sports. And yeah, there's, the, there's the decathlon or whatever the the one is that's winter uh... sports. No, isn't decathlon yeah. winter? It is. It is, but there's also summer uh, shooting. But so it's the the timing of this is just insane, considering the like I've just been sitting here as the objective observer, not yeah. really caring all that much. Um, and that's the right move. That's about what's going on. The right move. But honestly, you guys are just des- describing what actually happened in the Olympics, where a Russian wearing tight clothes just shot a gun one-handed, the other hand literally sitting in a pants pocket. Total, uh, Bam. you know, cowboy from the Wild West style. It was amazing. That's really the Russian, that's the Russian woman you want to follow. Awesome. <laughs> Anyways. I like it. <laughs> moving on. 
let's move on to GameStop. Sorry, EB Games in Canada. This Canadian story uh, will be no more. GameStop is rebranding every EB Games as GameStop because I don't can know. We, can we go back to Taco Black Widow then? <laughs> no, no, we're done with that. I, I feel like that's the more interesting story between what you're about to bring up. No, well, we can we go through it very quickly. Either way, EB Games will be no more. Does anyone care? Do we know why, though? Like, they were just like, nah, that's too many names for us. We can't handle this. That's I, basically it, I think. Yeah, yeah that's basically just... it. It's just the unifying the brand. It wasn't one of them, like, in trouble with stocks and stuff? Was that both of them? I don't it's know. The same company. So it yeah, really I know, matter. but was it was it associated with the name GameStop or EB yep. Games? Yeah, oh, it, it, well, it was I specifically like They should have changed GameStop. it the other way. <laughs> I feel like I they're doing this wrong. On one hand, like the EB Games name or the EB game, uh, sorry, the EB name has always been like, that's kind of like, you know, there used to be a, like electronics boutique in the mall and that was at least a thing. And now it's just EB. When you talk to people who don't live in Canada, like what the hell is EB? Yeah, because it's, it's 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 in Canada and like Australia is something like that. Yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah, yeah it's really <laughs> strange that it's like those two places that are as far apart as they physically can be. They just both have the same weird name for GameStop, and then GameStop's just GameStop in the States. Man, if they're in Australia, they should really rebrand to Roots. <laughs> That's dumb. There you go. If anyway. You, if you're in Australia, and you get your hands on some Canadian Roots merchandise, you get some looks. They they make pilgrimages here to get to the uh, Canadian Roots store from Australia. It's, Why? It's, Roots is not, not exciting. Like because it's a it's a pejorative, I believe. No, what what is it? It's it's some sort of uh, swear word in uh, oh, okay, in cool. their culture. That's so cool. they're 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 cool with dropping the c bomb casually, but roots is a. We yeah. should also maybe teach them about Amazon. Just nah, nah, you'd be crazy. Yeah. Also, I don't think roots is on Amazon. Might be. I'm I'm. Yeah. Mm. I'm Look, no, Bezos doesn't need any more money. We can bring that money to Canada instead if they're going to come here when it's safe. That's yeah, I'd rather exactly. do that. Anyways, that's all we got for EB Games. I feel that that's no one cares. End of an era. I'm I, yeah. It's disappointing. I, 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 I mean, like the old name, but I it's buy also my games nothing. Online. I buy my games digitally now. I mean, I used to be like, how dare they do digital games? And I'm like, meh. I don't yeah. want to leave my house. Yeah, now we all do that. Side note: I believe you're correct. They do not. Oh, there's a there's a lunchbox and a gift card, and then like the movie roots. That's not quite the same. No, it's very much the Levar Burton one. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, they yeah. recently remade that, didn't they? They did, but it'll always be LeVar Burton to me. It should always be LeVar Burton, but... Uh, For everything. Every literally everything. Everything. Come on, Jeopardy. And now Jeopardy. Well, this took a weird turn. There's also a board game that looks kind of cool. That's cool. Roots, Anyways. Roots, uh, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. This is like weird. And luggage, but no, like, clothes. Anyway. That's weird. Um. Anyways, so... Uh, CG Magazine for the last month has been doing a uh, brand of the year where we nominate and look at in de a deep dive some of the best or some of the most interesting companies um, in the spaces we cover. And we finally wrapped up as of Thursday with the final winner being announced. Dana, do you want to take the honors of a, a kind of drum roll, please? Yeah. Or do I? This is my baby. I don't know. What do you want me to say? You explained it. So <laughs> <laughs> we already did this, didn't we? No, uh, we've been doing it all month, the month of July, every Tuesday and Thursday. We launch a new brand. We tell you why they rock and what they're doing differently from other companies. 
So what did we have? We had Dyson, we had Microsoft, we had Elgato, we had Steel Series, we had Sony, we had anybody want to help me? Nintendo. I can't remember the other two. Nintendo. Nintendo. Razor. Razor, what? yeah. Razor, yeah. It's like I should probably remember that one. I'm literally surrounded by Razor right now. Like literally. Literally surrounded <laughs> by Razor. Um, those are the brands we featured. So we talked a little bit about their tech. We talked a little bit about what they're doing for the community, some brands in terms of what they're doing during the pandemic, some brands in terms of what they're doing for the environment, some brands we were just like, they're really cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we definitely said that. <laughs> that, that did happen. But uh, all of our writers did a deep dive on each of their brands and really seemed to care about what they were saying. We took about 10,000 online votes. Um, it was close. We ended up just shy of 10,000, if I remember correctly. That is why I said almost 10,000. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then we took a vote from all of our staff that were involved in the, you know, awards themselves. Um, and then Mr. Brendan Fry had the final, the final call. And our winner was announced at noon today. And it was, hey, Chris, do you want to tell him? It was still series. My, uh, my, my nomination. Yeah. You convinced Tell us me. Why. It was pretty solid, solid convincing me on that one. Tell us why. Why does why does Steel Series deserve to win? Well, first of all, uh, they have this is their twentieth anniversary year actually, um, and since they were uh, founded um, by uh, trying to find the name here uh, by Jacob Wolf Peterson, uh, who was trying to improve his crappy mouse pad while playing Counter Strike. <laughs> um, I love that story. <laughs> hey necessity is the mother of invention is it not yeah um yeah so since for the over the last 20 years still series has uh filed a bunch of patents they've made a lot of products that were kind of the first in the gaming space you know the first dedicated gaming blank essentially you can mm -hmm. pretty much name it they've they've done something in in every space really right um so in in, in that regard they've been driving the industry forward uh, for the last 20 years uh, but they've also, in the last few years, been uh, what really impressed me with them, besides you know using their products and, and liking them a lot, uh, what really impressed me was their commitment to the community, um, sustainability um, in terms of like literal environmental uh, sustainability, but also yeah, I, I... trying to make you know a better social environment for, for everybody, uh, for future generations of gamers. Um, I so thought they... the, the, the fact that they did donate so much money from their streams is just commendable because they could just take that money in yeah that's yeah they could they could use the streams to hype other products and then take the yep. money that they get from sales and the money from subscriptions on twitch and whatnot and then just run with it but no they uh last month they were uh, donating to the trevor project which uh, which i know a lot of podcasts and other places were donating were, were donating to last month but uh it's the leading national organization providing free 24 7 crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to lgbtq youth um, and they, they, they kind of cycle through charities and whatnot, but, uh, yeah, that, that kind of initiative really is what made me want to write about them for this project when, yeah. we, when we were proposing it. So yeah, innovation and, uh, you know, mindful business practices. Part of, so yes, everything you just said, great. Love the charity stuff. But what I thought <laughs> was really cool, I know I sound so, I do charity. Great. All yeah. the charities that they chose. Excellent. But I thought it was really cool that they made like the first gaming mouse pad. Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I never really registered that there would be a first. It's like they just. I mean, there were like there. mouse pads. Be like, I have a mouse pad from 95. I think it's sitting in my office in one of the drawers. But is it a gaming mouse pad? I mean, it has a game on it. It's from like 
thunder thunderscape. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, so TSR a TSR Thunderscape, which is a compete a competitor to oh, what was that game called? Uh uh We'll never know. Daggerfall. Daggerfall. Oh, okay. Elder Scrolls Daggerfall. Elder Scrolls Tool to oh, Daggerfall. We're going yeah. way back. Yeah. yeah. That's before uh, I was in love with Elder Scrolls. That's before So anyways, TS, uh, TSR made a game called Daggerfall. No, no, they made a game called Thunderscape. I have the mouse pad that came with that game. <laughs> the game was bad, but for some reason, I still have the mouse pad. The game but was, it was bad, but I will celebrate. <laughs> but it's it was just like a standard like bit of foam rubber with just a piece of cloth on top. And it was like a weird square that was a horrible size for gaming. But yeah, so I can see how they've innovated and made gaming different. Yeah, I mean, like those those old generic mouse pads we used to have um, were bad. Were really bad. They were really gross. Um, like I, I was skeptical of the concept of a gaming mouse pad myself. Yeah. Um, until like a few months after actually using one, I was like, wow, this is actually this isn't disgusting. This isn't <laughs> like this doesn't question yeah. my whole setup. Um, <laughs> yeah, they get gross real quick. Yeah. I have a really pretty one at the office that I love that I won't let anybody come near because I don't want it to get gross. That's fair. <laughs> Once again, uh, yeah. I got nothing for you guys. I don't use a mouse pad, so well, hard to table. That's all you need. You're heathen. <laughs> we hate you. And, and you want to know what? I cook my rice in a pot, not a rice cooker. So take that. Me too. Oh. That counts for anything, but I use like minute rice. So. I hate all of you. you I have a weird a rice one. cooker. I have a rice cooker that is calibrated based on my elevation, so the rice is perfect every time. That I've and never a, seen you use in the like year and a bit of knowing you. And when you you set it in the app, the exact elevation where your there's city is. There's an app. Yeah, there's an app. It's 2021. Everything has an app. I have. An app. You, what difference does elevation make? It depends. It changes the boiling point of water. Oh my god. So I guess you just got scienced. I guess. Yeah. 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 You're pretentious without telling me you're pretentious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> just it's a Xiaomi rice cooker as a side note. So much better. Tell me you're bougie. So with it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you better. I have to yeah. use a power a, uh, a giant transformer because it it's designed for Chinese power, and like we don't have Prime that. Or... Did Megatron you or... your lights once, or was that your your other thing? That's the one I used for my lights once. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's why I have it for that rice cooker. Yay! Wait, wait, wait. So Man your rice cooker blow his lights with his rice cooker power, just in case anyone didn't understand what just happened there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for catching me up. I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my rice cooker doesn't work on regular plugs, so you have to have a transformer to make it so it can work properly. That is correct, Ryan. Yes, Brian. Can can I ask you one personal question about your personal life? Personal yeah. Life? yeah, yeah, go for it. When was the last time you had rice? Uh, I mean, today I had a burrito. There was rice in it. Okay, rice that you cooked in your lovely rice cooker. Oh, like a year, maybe? At least. Sounds yeah. like a lot of effort to use, so I don't blame you. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's a process. Little do we know, he actually hates rice, and he's just insane. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, should have nominated that company for brand of the year. Show me. I was considering it. They do weird stuff, but they're hard to get in Canada. Anyway, if you want brands, I can suggest remote control vehicles that would 
really knock it out of the park. Oh, Brian, we should talk after a podcast. Just saying. Okay, I'll tell you about the Muppet Troll Dog. Dominate him. Back alley crap. (laughs) No, no, Uh, we we just started reviewing drone type products, and I figured I should bug you. I'll talk to you. Oh yes. Okay. Well, I I am the only licensed drone pilot that you know, and I mean no, no, we actually know another one that has been reviewing some of it. So. Oh. Really. Take it while he's down. Yeah. Wow. Actually, it's like that, is it? (laughs) Have you seen their license? I mean, they do stuff for TV. They did that uh, Cleus 5, um, you know, the one that used the um, exhibition grounds that they had that weird, the arch and the, the stuff with turning it blue for PlayStation 5 launch. They did the drone flying for that. I did the drone flying for that. See? Did I, you? I don't know if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what would we got? What we've been playing? What a good idea. What? what? <laughs> we've used impressions. Sorry. We've used impressions. I feel that's also what we've been playing, but that's fine. That's not true. You've been playing Masters of the Universe? How's it going yes, for you? I push the button to push play, and then I push the button to pause Science. when I want to get something to drink. Okay. And then I get back, and then I push play again. So you know something? Let's start with Brian, because we haven't let him talk enough. Brian, talk, talk to us about uh, Rocket League. Listen, uh, I'm more than happy to let you guys fight over your rice cookers and your your... <laughs> Russian actresses and all that because trust me I I, uh, I did not want to get in the way but if you guys want to know about Rocket League um, I am what you would call a Rocket League whale uh, I believe I own pretty much everything that uh, they have ever put out now can um, I ask you a singular question Brian uh, it has been over a year since I've had rice yes <laughs> firstly I hate you secondly why the why because well, I'm not a, not a big rice fan. I hate <laughs> you so much, like just so much. I like him. Someone else to bother you. <laughs> so, <sighs> what's your question about Rocket League? Why? Why Rocket League in general? No, why are you a whale? Like, what what about the game makes you want to be a whale in the game? I just want to play Rocket League. It. Everybody has a game that speaks to them without without concern, without context. I could point to someone's Diablo 2 habits if I really I mean, wanted I feel, to. I feel at this point, Diablo, Diablo's been tainted. Diablo has been tainted for me. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I'm going to wait to buy anything else, Diablo or Blizzard, until they, they, they clean up their act. Just say. Well... I can understand that, um, but there is also the aspect of if we were if we're truly ever going to hold ourselves to that standard, I don't know if we could ever buy anything. Um, I don't know if this is the place to have that conversation, but probably not. At, at, a, fine. at a certain at a certain point, it's all tainted. So, um, I guess we really just have to be better as human beings. Deep. But Deep. Uh, Rocket League is a simple game with a simple premise, but it is one that uh, lends itself to to always creating unique situations because you never know what's going to happen when you put in uh, three to four uh, idiots per side and you tell them, go get that ball and put it in that net. So... Uh, it does lend itself to having uh, a extremely high replayability factor. Um, add to that, uh, 
they are cars and I do like the cars and uh, everybody from their childhood um, does have to some degree, perhaps not the super strongest degree, but to some degree, a, uh, a fascination or a respect or a love of uh, cars from popular culture. Um, perhaps even if you're not super aware of it, maybe it is just there because that is what the uh, hero of your uh, favorite inserts piece of entertainment here uh, media, you know, just drove. So it perhaps it's not a strong attachment, but it is an attachment. Um, somewhere along the line, somebody at uh, Sonics, the people who uh, made Rocket League, the people who also made uh, Supersonic Hyper acrobatic battle cars which nobody ever bought but that was the predecessor to rocket league uh on the xbox uh the original xbox one not not the actual thing they call the xbox one but the first xbox um so weird well i mean sometimes you have to take a second swing to hit a home run but uh yeah they have you know identified that people do appreciate these vehicles so why not take those vehicles and stick them into Rocket League? Uh, those vehicles include Jeeps from Jurassic Park, um, a personal favorite of mine, F1 and NASCAR racing cars, um, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. That's the, right. You like uh, F1, don't you? Yes. Uh, not my favorite of the automotive uh, sports, but um, you have to appreciate what they can do on the track. If only... Uh, their governing body wasn't just the absolute worst and literally destroys towns um, because of, you know, the the circus uh, that is a Grand Prix of the F1 variety coming and going. Um, you oh, know. Didn't know that. But once again, fast or rewind five minutes. Uh, everything is horrible. But um, getting back on track with Rocket League, these are the vehicles that we remember from these other entertainment properties. And because it is cars playing soccer, it's very easy to take those and drop them in. And suddenly those vehicles are playing soccer, including most recently uh, an Austin Martin DB9 uh, made famous in uh, James Bond films that were released when none of us were alive. <laughs> This is all starting to sound like the Fortniteification of the industry. Just... I think Epic owns it. Uh, oh, that is true. They yeah, that's do. true. Actually, yes. Yep. So that that is accurate. But they're not the only ones uh, kind of taking that Fortnite approach, really. Um, no, no. They are, they are by far the worst for it. But uh, yeah, this definitely sounds like taking a page from Fortnite's book. Yeah. Yeah, but aren't all video games just taking a page from someone else? How many Minecraft clones are there? How many... Uh... I mean... Brian, you are you are deep. Yeah, it's the uh, it's 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 the trope de jour to kind of take you know just cram everything pop culture into everything else. Um, yeah. So, but it does sound kind of fun if you're into those uh, in, in, into those things. It's uh, it would be a lot of fun to like you know throw throw the Ninja Turtles pizza van into uh, into this game, and I might actually be interested. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That's yes. all it takes to sway you. Uh, if you're if you're swinging for like '90s nostalgia, yeah, I I that was one of my favorite. Uh, I mean, I feel around. this is the perfect point, uh, for a segue. 
Well, we're going to make a segue. I, I really hope it's not because I still had one other thing to say about oh, this. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> so the thing that I never actually got to mention is uh, I can go into talking about any of the uh, specific Rocket League cars, uh, original classics from uh, the supersonic uh, hyper acrobatic uh, battle cars uh, or DLC if you want. Um, DB9, I probably would not recommend it. And it's just oh. because it doesn't do anything fun. Um, the uh, Back to the Future car, for example, the, the DeLorean, the yeah. time machine. Uh, if you do what's called a demo in Rocket League, where you uh, speed up and ram into another car and blow it up, um, at least if you do that to the time machine, all of a sudden it disappears into a puff of smoke. There's a couple of trails of fire and a license plate spinning in place. It stays there as a little animation for a few seconds. Um, when you jump in the uh, Night Industries 9000, um, uh, it does make a certain uh, you know sound effect that is very, very reminiscent of uh, a certain television show. Um, the... Uh, the F1 cars and the NASCAR cars, they don't really do anything, but, uh, uh, you know, many of these, uh, DLC vehicles do have like a special trait that kind of ties back to whatever franchise they're from, but nothing with the James Bond vehicle, which I, I guess I can understand because what was it he did with that car except for drive really fast and shoot guns out of it. Um, and I can see how you wouldn't want that in an E for everyone title, mm -hmm. but still, it makes the DB9 come off as a little boring compared to the other vehicles. So, um, yeah, for that reason, I don't really think it's worth the uh, $12, $13 Canadian that they want for, for a single it. car. Yikes. Yes. Ouch. Yes. Also, uh, yeah, they charge a lot of money for them. Um, they wanted, uh, I believe, the same for the F-150, and that was just a Ford pickup truck. It didn't do anything special. It was just a Ford pickup truck. Wow, that's uh, that's hefty. I mean, it's the same as Fortnite, though. Like, I, I was pay a bunch yeah. of money to like run around and look like Batman. It's a sad life I lead. No, well, that's fair. You get what you pay for, and because Rocket League can be played for free, uh, and video games are expensive, yeah, you they are. You you do have to uh, you know attract those uh, horrible horrible Rocket League whales uh, and force them to pay exuberant amounts of money for uh, digital vehicles because if yep. you don't then you can't spend the money it would take to go and find out those other licensing deals and uh, create new content and everything. I'm going to throw like it out that. there: Epic has literally all the money in the world, all of it, just all of it. It can afford licensing deals, no matter what they do. Yeah, but you know business. You know that you know that the Rocket League team is is not going to pull money from you know the um, you know Fortnite or Unreal teams. Sure, yes, we can go with that. Cool. So it's a good game. It good. Yes, <laughs> it is good enough to own on every console, which is what I suggest you do. Is it free? Yes, it doesn't mean you can't own it. Yeah, that's fair. It is absolutely free, but you do have to download it to own it. So download it on every console. Trust me. You'll thank me. Okay. Um, in that note, Chris. Yeah, so I got to uh, review, well, 
essentially one of my favorite games of all time uh, in a new form. Three of them. Well, yeah, specifically one of them uh, being like my favorite. Um, but uh, the, the other speaking... they, the other were horrible. But the first one, that one's good. No, well, it's complicated. <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm speaking of the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters, mm-hmm. uh, the the uh, the remasters of the first six games. Uh, of them, the first three are now out. Uh, came out on Wednesday, and uh, yeah, I got the chance to check them out. And the first Final Fantasy, it was like a very definitive experience for me as a kid. Like that was like my NES game. Like my brother and I would play it for hours, and mm-hmm. just a lot of good memories with that. So, uh, playing this version, which kind of recreates that style, but makes it look more modern, was like was something I didn't know I wanted so badly. Like they they've remastered it a bunch of times, and they kind of updated the graphics to look more sixteen or thirty two bit. But there's something about that eight bit kind of style that really tugs on on the nostalgia strings for me. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. Beautiful remasters in terms of aesthetics, like the new soundtrack uh, is sounds phenomenal. Um, again, this is something that's been re- that's been remixed a bunch, like a thousand times, but um, somehow Nobuo Yomatsu managed to get even more expression out of his old eight uh, bit scores. Um, How uh, instrumentation? Um, oh, fair enough. Yeah, there's uh, he he did some neat things with the uh, with how with how some themes are expressed throughout uh, throughout some of the areas, like um, you know like normally in, in these games he didn't have a lot to work with mechanically on on, on the on the on the Nintendo slash Famicom, um, mm-hmm. so you have kind of simple arrangements and whatnot. So to kind of mitigate how simple they are, you know, he'll switch things up on the second time through a theme or something. Um, mm. I I <laughs> I'm not speaking very uh, poetically for someone who studied music throughout high school but uh yeah, uh, yeah no, he, I accept it. yeah so he's, he switches up you know the themes on the second time through it, it it goes a long way when you hear the same songs over and over again mm-hmm. um in terms of gameplay they, they did try to kind of mitigate some of the old mechanics as well but you know these still are 34 to 31 year old games um, right that came out on the nes so the age look kind of shows if, if if you don't have the stomach for for old RPGs, this is a little more palatable, but it's still an old RPG. So um, there is a, a small element of grinding and some backtracking and other tedious mechanics from the time. But uh, no, I absolutely adore these. Um, I was saying to Dana as I was reviewing it that like emotionally, this is like a ten out of ten for me. But uh, end up with an eight point five score objectively. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to see what seeing what they do with the next three games too. They come out uh, later this year sometime. I totally get that nostalgic score versus emotional or versus logical score. <laughs> the heart and the brain, they think different things. Always. Writing video <laughs> games are hard. It's <laughs> never easy. It's true. Agreed. And with that, let's jump over, I guess, to me. I'm going to talk about me, then we'll wrap up with Dana. Is that okay? Let's transition no. to me. Uh, yeah, we're going to go Wait. talk about <laughs> Masters of the Universe. Has anyone seen this new He-Man show? And has anyone watched He-Man before? I have watched neither, though my daughter's been watching She-Ra recently, the the new Netflix series. Okay. Um, have does it do? We all know of Kevin Smith. Dun dun dun. Certainly. We do. Yeah. Well, he is the showrunner for this new this new show. It follows basically. It picks up exactly where the last one ended off. But it's basically what if uh, He-Man didn't have to follow the weird 80s rules where no one could ever die and blood is the worst thing ever and um, people can be horribly evil but never do anything bad. 
and in this one people are bad like legit and there's consequence to things and there's death and there is characters that have the depth there is consequence and problems and it is it's a show that has the basically it's he-man if he-man had stakes and he-man never did before although he had very little shirts so uh that. yeah but i i think the kevin smith took an interesting take to it he does it is a kind of a misnomer this is not really a he-man show this is a master of the universe show uh that has he-man in it sometimes it is skeleton in it sometimes but it is really the supporting cast that is allowed to shine and allowed to show that they have more to them than the people that they follow under which is neat because you have evil lynn uh who is voiced by lena hetty i'm probably saying that wrong oh nice uh then you have well then again you have skeletor voiced by mark hamill who this this at this show is what brought him got him back into voice acting in cartoons so that's neat hmm. so uh nice. yeah I mean, I like, but the thing is, I liked what they did. I like what Kevin Smith did, and I find the, I find the groups of people right now that are saying this isn't my He-Man. I'm like, dude, He-Man sucked. Like, <laughs> what does that even mean? What, what is your He-Man like? Well, because He-Man really isn't in it. He-Man like isn't like all powerful, and he can't just like. Good thing it's not called He-Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's just people really don't like the fact that He-Man. There's not enough He-Man in this show, and I'm like, I don't. I, that's cool. <sighs> He-Man was the the most boring part of that entire series. He just kind of says, "I have the power," and then has his weird page boy haircut and just beats people up with a sword that never causes any damage. So I'm sorry, I I can't care about this. I'm too busy over here uh, being upset that the. Uh, cops remake the central organization of police specialists does not have enough long arm. What are we talking about? Here? It's a cartoon where a guy thought it. He says, "By the power of Grace uh, Skull" or something like that, and waves yeah. a sword around, and and then he wins because he's the good guy, so he wins. Yeah. Like, sometimes I just don't understand anger. Yeah, the thing is, just yeah, enjoy the right. things you have. But then again, like they're all like he's uh, he's it's made for snowflakes and all this other stuff. I'm like, oh god. Don't watch it. Like this show doesn't negate the original show. You don't need to watch it if you don't want to. This is this is like reminding me of the whole Star Wars uh, yeah. thing with the sequel trilogies and yeah. every other thing they've tried to reboot from like the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Like, you know, you just you just suddenly not all men. It's not all just men in that show, and there's now women and people of color and other people that have speaking roles and the, and these white dudes that are sitting in their basements, I'm being derogatory because you know something, if you're complete, you're up, if the thing about He-Man is what's destroying your day, you live in your parents' basement figuratively <laughs> or really. Sorry, but that's just how it is. There are some priorities uh, out of line. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, it's so like, it's a kid's show. If you're like a 35 year old man and this is the thing that's destroying your day, you have some priorities just out of whack, and maybe you should do something with your life. Yeah, and if you want to, if you like it, enjoy it. I don't know what to tell you. It's like the the concept of depth is just allergic yeah. to some people. Like that's yeah. 
like that's that seems to be what what they disagree with in the, in the series from what you're saying yeah. and it's it's it seems it's that's what uh people objected to i think with with the star wars sequels yeah um when when last jedi tried to go really deep in into the, some of the characters and whatnot yeah um yeah it's just yeah those things are still like if, if you want to watch he man be simple you just watch the same show you've been watching for two decades the 65 episodes of it and every episode's the exact same and there's some <laughs> christmas specials and you're fine i don't want to tell you this show has heard, uh, Quentin Tarantino Tila. speak about. I'm, I'm saying, um, probably saying that wrong, but uh, and it has there's Skeletor in there. There's some um, there's some other characters. There's Orko. You, you get to have some Orko in there. I don't know what to tell you. I'm there's glad enough there are other characters. Yeah. <laughs> there's some things. There's, there's Matted Arms. He's in there. There's there's like enough people in there and they all have backstory you could see how their lives have changed for the worse or better without magic and how that works and with he with he-man no longer there what that all means it's a good jumping off point to tell stories that's all this is about and if you don't want to see stories being told don't watch it i don't know what to tell you <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I, it's 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 it seems to me that 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 it's a continuation of the old series. Yeah. You know, so often it's like we just start with a, like a fresh slate and reboot everything. But no, uh, literally, it starts off with basically, it starts off very similar to what like a lot of the old series did, where like Skeletor's up to no good and He Man comes and does something, but then things go horribly wrong and they Skeletor and He Man both vanish after the first episode, <laughs> and then that's the then it's sent Spoiler. off. I mean, it's the first like fifteen minutes. If that's the spoiler, I don't. I got nothing. Like that's what that's what the introduction said about because there's not enough He-Man in the show because it follows the other characters as they try to deal with the fact that there's no He-Man, and conversely, no Skeletor because we all need a weird skeleton man that has muscles because why not? I mean, Jack. I, I mean, that's what I strive for. I mean, if it was voiced by Mark Hamill, yes, I need as much as that as possible. But beyond that, grow up. I don't want to tell you. Like, it's dumb. Uh, but like, Kevin Smith has been just like basically saying, "Screw you! Like, you don't want, don't like it, don't watch it. You don't need to destroy it for everyone else." And that I'm with, I'm correct. with Kevin Smith, and I don't agree with Kevin Smith on a lot of things, but this one I do. That's also he, correct. <laughs> he did a good job. I think he's created a show that actually has depth to it it actually has good st written stories actually has a good use of nostalgia with a good use of modern storytelling and i think it really works so if you like if you are not going to be super offended by the fact that there's less he-man in your he-man show watch it if that is going to destroy your day i don't know don't watch it that, that's all i got it's a novel concept yeah i know I I can't believe uh, I lived long enough to see He-Man and Masters of the Universe have trigger warnings attached to it, but here we are. Um, the world is really dumb. Real I, dumb. I feel like you, you already said this, but I feel like Quentin Tarantino uh, had a similar situation. Uh, I think it was with um, the Unchained film. Uh, with Logan Okay, yeah. It was at some screen or something like this. I remember watching this YouTube video about it, and and, and a comment was just made, "Oh, why didn't you do like X instead of Y when you were making this movie?" And and it it comes down to the reason why the director didn't do X instead of the uh, what the uh, viewer Y wanted to see uh, is because it's the director making the film. Yeah. So if you really feel that strongly about it, 
go learn how to make films and then go make go make some like low quality films to get yourself in there and then then work your way up and 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 become a director that someone can feel like they can trust you with a project and then when you see a he-man project come along you sort of put yourself in there and then guess what you get to make the he-man movie about the he-man guy and you you get to do what you want until then you're just watching what someone else made so yeah. expectations or make fanfic i don't know and then somebody can can ask you why you didn't do zed and yeah gonna, <laughs> and and nature and heals itself <laughs> uh, either way like the creator had a vision you might not like that vision but that's his vision it doesn't need to it doesn't need to cater to you you are not his only viewer if you are that show would have tanked a long time ago <laughs> but Speaking of mediums and concepts with lots and lots of uh, audience, let's jump over Are we to segwaying? MMOs. Is this a segue? Yeah, it's, it was a bad one. We're going to go with it ah. anyways. And Solo, which is a new MMO that Dana just reviewed, and it's out now. Well, it was out last time, too. Yeah. I just finally wrote it. <laughs> it just takes a minute to get through an MMO. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've chatted about it. It's been my what are you playing for the last 400 years. Because it's an MMO. Because it's an MMO and because I did both betas and all that jazz. It's been my life for a minute. Um, The game's good. I saw some people giving it some pretty crappy reviews. I don't know why. They're not like reinventing the wheel. It's, It's an MMO. You spend the first half of the game running here, doing this, running here, doing that, running back and doing that thing again. But that's, you write, did you write back again? Did you, did at you least that? 12 more times. That's all Kill I want. Three that's of what these, I want. Not four, three. Um, it, it's the basic MMO, like, you know, yes. platform. It's just how it's done. You spend the first half learning, and then once you finally max your level, then the game actually starts, which is a really hard thing to do from the beginning on a game that has already been out on the other side of the world for a while. Because holy crap. Is there a lot? Hmm. Like, I started playing ESO on launch. I actually had my first, like, gaming PC built for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I got into it okay. But, I mean, if you jumped into World of Warcraft right now, into the latest expansion, you'd be like, what is happening? Because there's just... To be fair, so I, I did say that. I got a code. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's just so much going on. And because Solo has been out in the east for so long like it's not just your base mmo it's your base mmo and pets and housing and dungeons and raids and this and that and there's so many menus so many menus that i managed to completely screw myself in the first five minutes of the tutorial because i switched gear sets that i didn't even know i could do yet and didn't have a weapon anymore and you can't do anything if you don't have a weapon and because it's a new game here there are no guides anywhere and they don't let you talk in chat until you get a certain amount of chat level. I still don't have enough chat level to talk to other people except my alliance. I don't, I don't know. Don't know how to get Sorry, it. Sorry, is this Star Trek Online? Rage. Ooh. Rage. Ooh. But it's, it's still an MMO. It's still, it, it, it's still what I love, right? Hmm. Um, it's gorgeous. There are some rough moments with uh, translation and subtitles and just instead of having the animation do something it'll say you look very concerned and then turn around well nothing happens on screen 
like, oh, I guess I'm doing that now. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you're concerned. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing, but it, it's still a beautiful game. It still performs the way it should. And if little things like that don't bother you, like it's not a bug, it's a feature. Right? Cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's fun, it's entertaining at least. Except the menus. I need less menus. But I, I gave it what, seven point five? It's good. Yeah. I'll continue playing it. I just don't want to look at any more menus for a while. That's it. I mean Oh, I Django menus. Unchanged. That's what it was. Great movie. Jamie <laughs> Foxx. I knew what you I couldn't, I couldn't remember Django Unchanged. It, 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 that it's been bugging me this like for the last five minutes. But uh, I was just stuck. I thought you were just trying I not to say Django that. for some reason. I was like, oh, if that's not what he wants to say, I'll just let him have it. I couldn't remember the first part of that movie. It, Jamie Foxx kills it in that film, though. It's yeah. So does um, Waltz, Christoph Waltz. I'm not the biggest Christoph Waltz, but you want to know what that? Now we're getting to like. Phil Brown, where you're talking about who would be the better actor for a villain night. I, I feel that I was just saying he was good in that movie, but I feel we could move on right now. That's, that's okay. fine. Anyways, that got, after that side tangent, um, well... This is uh, why you have me on. on. Yeah, <laughs> you do side tangent quite well. Um, wrapping up, we let's quickly see what everyone has been playing, and then go to socials. Chris, what you've been playing beyond Final Fantasy? Uh, beyond that, I am still actually chipping away at Spider-Man Remastered uh, on the oh, PS5, nice. having just uh, just got my my system. So yeah, loving that. But I still adore that game and how it set up the Spider-Man lore. Mm, I agree. It was very well done, and it looks so good. Where's that full sequel at, though? <laughs> Eventually, just, just keep just wait. It's fine. I'm, Pandemic. Uh, I'm being, I'm being patient. I'm being patient. I promise. You're not. We both know you're not. I, 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 I still have miles to go through as well. So I mean, oh, the, I'm miles, good for a little a, bit. At least but... ten hours. You're, you're good. Brendan, what are you playing? Literally nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't include you anyway, though. You're, you're mean. You knew I was playing nothing. You were just trying to set me up. Yep. Cool. I mean, it works. Uh, Dana, what have you been playing? Not solo anymore. Ooh. Oh. A plot thickens. Uh, I'll give you all a dollar if you can guess. No, I'm back on the ESO. I've got to get it done on the Xbox. I just finished it. Well, not finished it because, again, MMO. But uh, I finished up on PC, and now I get to move on to Blackwood on the Xbox Series X. Cool. It's not as pretty. I'm sad. Isn't it? It's not as pretty on, as on the PC? No, I, we actually turned on both today just so I could like run back and forth and be like, which one? Which one's nice? Oh, okay. It's still prettier. And I don't even have the most amazing PC, so that's actually disappointing <laughs> and brian are you playing anything beyond rocket league what do you want to know about near replicants version 1.213724351 um is that actually the number or are you just saying numbers I'm, we would I'm never not, know and that's, and that, that's how yoko taro yeah. likes it are you wearing a weird if, moon head if no one facts checks me then no one knows if i'm right or wrong so we're just gonna <laughs> let this awkwardly hang Ugh, I hate awkward hanging. Anyway, <laughs> that's. <laughs> do you, did you want to leave that one hanging for me? Nah, nah. It's good. It's good to okay. leave that. I could go into uh, you know a detailed review about this, but I feel like if you've played that game already, you're already a fan of the series, and if you haven't played it, you're not really a fan of the series and not likely to play it. Um, I played the original Nier, which would have been. So this uh, this would be uh you'd be talking about uh near Gestalt. 
uh, which that was released in North correct. America, I along mean, with uh, sure. uh, Near Replicant, which was originally released in Japan. Um, yes. The Near Replicant that came out this year was the first time that that version was playable in a English North American environment. Um, cool. Basically the same game, the first four endings, plus a new added fifth ending, ending E, which uh, I feel like it's probably not a spoiler to say this. You, you take over control of a character, Kanye, no relation to the rapper. Um, and, I kind of uh, want him to be completely related to the rapper. And just... it, would, it would be really, really cool. But unfortunately, the rapper ha- can hold no candle to the video game character. Man, what a potty mouth she has. You take control of her for a couple of hours after the content that you would have experienced already by playing the original game when it first came out. And you get to just do... It's not, it's not awkward, but... There is clearly an attempt to retroactively um, try and tie the original Nier to uh, the events of Nier Automata. And it just becomes too much. You see the seams. It wasn't a natural transition. It was it was forced. And that is an unfortunate situation of when you, you try and go back and sort of alter your work to try and sort of line up something that happened before with a game that you made later on uh, and didn't really consider those factors before you started either so thank you for bringing up uh near i think that is a game that we didn't really cover enough on the podcast and it is one that i think a lot of our audience does care about i know that whenever we do stories or articles about near people are excited i just don't know anything about the franchise or the world and i know yokotaro am i saying that right yep Yes. Uh, He likes it that way. He likes the complex and convoluted universe, and he likes appearing in a weird moon head. So I feel this talk is exactly what he would approve of. So I think that's perfect. We did. Ryan, (laughs) do you have socials that we can follow you on? No. Don't come looking for me. Trust me. You're better off. (laughs) Only the government knows. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay uh chris uh you can find me on twitter at hookathy that's h-o-o-g-a-t-h-y or on twitch at guild two taps cool dana i am in all the places at kalena c-a-h-l-a-y-n-a cool brendan and i am bfry26 on literally everything because i am unoriginal um from everyone here at cg magazine i hope you have a great weekend and of course you can follow cg magazine on the socials at cg mag online on twitter uh cg magazine on facebook and i think cg magazine if you want to follow us on twitch as well although we need to get back into that so from everyone here at cg magazine i hope you have a great weekend and tune in next week when we will have more discussions hopefully nothing activision blizzard let's just hope hopefully yes um have a great one everyone bye